<coughs> excuse me. Um, welcome, back <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the Lonesome Podcast. Christ alive! I'm your host Matt Palmer. I'm not dead. I'm I'm back. I'm here. I'm still alive. Uh, welcome back to another episode. Uh, let me just start off this episode by telling a small, small story. All right. Um, a while back, I so let me preface this first by saying. Um, I go to a cafe like daily to go work on my books and uh, work on like personal um, entrepreneurship stuff that I like to do. Uh, I, obviously, I'm an author of two books that I am greatly proud of. Um, and uh, yeah, so what I do is I go to this cafe, right? And I got my laptop, flirt with the baristas, do whatever I need to do, right? And I see these two middle school, high school, I can't remember exactly why I would compare them to just middle school, high schoolers, one of the two, uh, these two girls that came in, right? And we all know these girls that are in school, they bring their Takis, they bring their hot Cheetos, right? Chewing gum out loud in class, the ratchet girls, right? We all, we all know who we're talking about, right? There's no explanation to it. We just know who they, the hell they are, right? These two girls come in, right? And I'm the only person in the cafe, and I'm sitting on the far end of the cafe because I don't want to be bothered. I'm just trying to work, right? And I got, I get, it's just peaceful in there. Well, these two chicks come in, right? And they sit down and they sit down right next to me. I'm like, oh, good Lord. If they start talking, this is going to be annoying, right? So they sit down next to me. And they're just, you know, chatting, shooting the shit, doing whatever they do, right? All of a sudden, they pull out Takis. I know you're probably thinking, okay, well, I see where this is going. Just wait. Just wait. You're, you're going to love this, okay? They pull out Takis, and then they pull out some more chips and hot Cheetos and all this other garbage that they have in their bags. Probably stole it from the store. Don't get me wrong. Okay, they pull all this stuff out, and they're like, okay, what, are, what else do we need? What are we going to set up? And I'm sitting there on my computer like, oh, what are they going to do? Because this is, this is annoying already. They, they set up their phone, right? They put up their phone, prop it up, right? <laughs> they prop their phone up, and I'm not kidding you. I am not kidding you. These chicks literally filmed a mukbang right next to me, right next to me in the cafe, an ASMR mukbang where they ate talking. I, I swear to Christ on the cross, this is what they said. Hey guys, welcome back to another, oh sorry, we're doing ASMR today. Welcome back to another video. Today we're going to be doing a Takis ASM fucking R challenge. And uh, we're doing it in the Starbucks cafe right now. And I'm sitting here to the right of them, not even two feet away from them. I'm like, Dude, I, what, am I what am I supposed to do? Do I just sit here and just, <laughs> do I just sit here and just watch them just do this crap? Or do I like, do I leave? What, what do I do? So I sit there and I actually listen to them do this thing, right? They do this for a solid 10 minutes. And they're sitting there just talking about school. They were skipping school. They talked about it. They were like, yeah, well, we were supposed to be at school today. And we just skipped and went to the cafe. And we got all our, all our junk. We're here to film an ASMR mukbang. It got so annoying hearing these bitches munch on their freaking Takis and stuff to the point where I, I literally, I got up, right? I took my bag. I, I put my laptop in my bag. I got up. And I remember right as I was passing them, I stopped and I looked at them. And they look up at me and I gave them this look for like a solid three seconds. I was like, I didn't say this, but I gave them the look of, of like, what the hell are you guys doing? I mean, you come into a cafe 
where people are just trying to work. Not just myself, but people do come in there to work. I go in there daily. I know everybody. I know the baristas. You guys come in here with your, with your stupid fucking Takis, your stupid Hot Cheetos. You sit down. You're like, hey, I have a genius idea. Let's film a mukbang. And not just any mukbang. Let's film an ASMR freaking mukbang where we purposely have to... I got a freaking bag of chips laying around where they just have to do this. Just annoying for 10 minutes. Oh, it was so annoying. So I get up. I give them this look. I'm just like, you you chicks are just... Aren't you in... Like, what, what grade are you in? Act your age. What the hell? So I left. I got so irritated. I ended up seeing these girls again today when I went to the cafe, and they were in a group of three this time, and oh my gosh, they did the exact same thing. I ended up sticking through it this time instead of leaving because there was more people there, and it's literally the most annoying thing to deal with that crap. It it really is. It's annoying, and um, I just wanted to give that story just to blow off the steam and just say, uh, if you ever end up finding... Uh, whether it be guys or girls going into a Starbucks cafe and doing a mukbang right there, I suggest that you slap the freaking chips out of their hands and gobble it down in one bunch and say, take your fucking ASMR mukbang somewhere else. You could have done it at home. You could have done it in the the effing school lunch area. You could have done it literally anywhere else other than a public setting where people go to work, college students especially, right? Because I'm not a college student, but there's always college students that go to the cafe I go to, right? Because it's right next to campus. And then we got these middle schoolers, high schoolers, wherever the hell they are, right? Coming in there, filming a mukbang challenge, ASMR, having ass. I mean, it was the most annoying thing ever. It really was. Like, it, it straight up pissed me off. But anyways, um, let's get right into this episode. Okay, it sounds like it's, it sounds like nothing just happened, but I just took like a five-minute break to go uh, do my business. So I'm back now. Um, okay, this episode, let's get serious, all right? We, we had this funny story at the start. Let's get serious, okay? This episode is going to be talking about uh, the primary topic is going to be astrology and the stuff revolving around astrology. So to start this subject off, um, I, what are you doing, Charlie? I uh, was watching Leon Lush yesterday. And he's such a funny YouTuber. I, I absolutely love that guy. I was crying at some of the content he makes. It's so funny. Um, Leon Lush, right? He was doing a reaction to this one girl who was doing tarot card readings and astrology sign readings and all this stuff. Overall, just like doing uh, the the video I think that he was reacting to was like your February uh, astrology predictions or something like that. I I can't remember for the life of me. And he's super critical about like astrology stuff, tarot card readings, um, sign readings, all this, just all this dumb shit, right? And he was saying like, Half the stuff that she was reading where she, where this girl was like, okay, well, this month you're going to be exploring success. You're going to be finding this, that, and the other thing. It's like you, any almost anybody can relate to this stuff, right? So when people tell me, right, when people tell me or ask me, not tell me, ask me, they're like, what's your star sign? I say star sign, like Gemini, Capricorn, whatever that stuff is. Yeah, 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 Matt, what is it? I say I don't know, a BLT from McDonald's? I, the fuck do I care? I don't care what my star sign is. I just care about what God thinks of me, right? I don't need a star sign. I don't need a star sign to tell me who the hell I am and who I should be, right? I don't need a star sign to tell me, and don't click off this podcast yet. Just hear me out. I don't need a star sign to tell me 
what I should and shouldn't do this month. I'm going to do what God tells me to do. That's why they call it the will of God, right? I, I just, I, I don't follow up with this stuff, okay? And uh, yeah, that's just my opinion. I don't, I don't really follow up in the whole star sign shit. I don't know where this stuff just automatically blew up, but um, it just seems like Gen Z has just taken this wicked turn, right? Well, like... <laughs> Towards just basing their entire personalities based off a freaking gas giant star that made no sense. Based off a star producing nuclear fusion somewhere millions of light years away. Are you kidding me? Get the hell out of here. So, after watching this Leon Lush video, it got me thinking. Okay, maybe I should change my opinion on tarot card readings, change it on astrology, and stop being such a such a prick to those who... Uh, follow up with like star signs, all this, you know, this, that, and the other thing with uh, astrology and everything surrounding astrology, because it's not all bad, I guess. Um, there are people who base their entire personalities. Let's, let's just cut the horse shit. Let's get down to the real truth, okay? Can we admit, can we all agree that there are some people out there, there are, that base their entire three things. They base their entire personalities they base their entire lives and they base their entire religious beliefs on astrology, on their star signs, right? Oh, I'm a Gemini, so I'm not compatible with whatever the hell. Oh, I'm a Capricorn, so I can't talk to this person. Okay, my 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 own freaking parent is is a different star sign, so therefore I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna move out when I turn eighteen and I'm never gonna talk to them again. Like that's the shit that I hear. It's it's so bizarre, right? It actually makes me sit here and question. I can't imagine like what veterans look at our generation and say, what in the fuck? Like what? Right? So what I did, and I have it right here, what I did, and this is what we're going to talk about this episode uh, with astrology, is I have um, a tab open uh, for my notes on my laptop called uh, Lonesome Podcast Episode Astrology Notes. And what I did was I went into deep, deep, deep biblical research about astrology what God has to say about astrology, tarot card readings, um, mediums, wizards, magicians, uh, fortune telling, omens, basically all that. I want to give a disclaimer and a preface specifically to people who are involved with tarot readings, tarot card readings, whatever the hell it's called, tarot card readings, people who uh, tell fortunes, people who explain like the future predictions and stuff like that. I do want to give you a disclaimer that I am going to be a little bit harsh on you guys and your profession. I'm not dissing on your profession and saying your your profession is worthless. That's not what I'm saying at all. If you're if this is what you do, don't let me afflict your path. I'm just saying this is going to be my opinion and I'm going to be using literal biblical and ethical literal biblical fact uh to explain and partially debunk all of this stuff. So here we go. So astrology, to put the definition out there, astrology is a pseudoscience that claims to discern information about human affairs and terrestrial events by studying the movements and relative positions of celestial objects. Celestial objects meaning stars. Um, that can mean like the moon also. It's just stuff in you know space, basically. Um, all that. And I, when I was reading my Bible, studying astrology and like what, what the Bible discerns about and what God talks about it, I mean, the, the chapter of Leviticus, like Leviticus like slams astrology. I mean, when I was, when I was reading Leviticus, like I, I, I threw my hands in the air from how interesting like it goes, like it goes deep. It talks about it, right? So 
Leviticus 19 verse 31 reads, Do not turn to mediums or necromancers or wizards. Do not seek them out to make yourselves unclean by them. I am the Lord your God. Right? And to basically, it's, it's self-explanatory. I mean, do not turn to mediums or necromancers or wizards. Right? Mediums. By definition, I know I know a lot of people know what mediums are, but just in case you live under a rock and your name's Patrick Starr, I'm here to explain it to you. A medium is somebody who can contact the dead or something along those lines, right? I'm not going to go into the itty-bitty details about it, but basically, mediums are people who have a special talented gift. I think it's like a God-given gift or a natural-born gift. Excuse me. Where? They can contact the dead. They can talk to the dead. They can communicate with the dead, probably see the dead, etc., right? necromancers, got to be honest with you, I didn't look too far into that, so we're going to skip that. Wizards, we all know that, right? Harry Potter. No, just joking. Um, <laughs> I can't get into Harry Potter, man. I, I can't get into it. I need, I need to try watching the movies again and just seeing if I can. Uh, it's just too geeky for me. Um, yeah, anyways, we'll get into that in another episode. I got criticism for those movies. Anyways, uh, yeah, so the rest of the Verse says, do not seek them out to make yourselves unclean by them. I am the Lord your God. Do not seek them out to make yourselves unclean by them. Do not seek out mediums, wizards, necromancers, for it will make you unclean by them. And then it follows up with, I am the Lord your God, meaning the Lord your God who you turn to, the Lord your God who you get advice through, who you get your will from the rest of your life. He reveals your life that he has created for you, the person, the medium, that contacts, you know, your dead father, your dead best friend, your dead whoever, don't go to them to try to contact them. Usually it involves a demon, a spirit, or uh, something. Honestly, people get blinded by their own gifts sometimes. Uh, it's not me for it's not for me to judge people, but that's just the truth. Um, another part of Leviticus, it's actually a little bit down uh, in, in the chapter. And so that one was like... 19 verse 31 we're going to go down a little bit to uh 19 verse 26 leviticus chapter 19 verse 26 is probably the most brilliant thing that debunks fortune telling omens astrology readings i mean all this shit okay and here we go all right leviticus chapter uh, chapter 19 verse 26 reads and debunks perfectly Quote, you shall not eat any flesh with the blood in it. You shall not interpret omens or tell fortunes, a direct command from the Lord. Okay, let me repeat this. You shall not interpret omens or tell fortunes. On my note, I have it in all caps, slapping you across the face with it. Okay, you shall not interpret omens or tell fortunes. Let's go through this. Okay. I believe that this the, the first of that sentence that goes, "You shall not eat any flesh with blood with the blood in it." Could I I believe that's referring to like cannibalism in a way. It it kind of symbolizes it symbolizes it, doesn't it? Like, "You shall not eat any flesh with the blood in it," right? Or maybe like I know that there's some, uh, especially in the Mormon Church, they uh, like the the LDS Church. They, um, it could correlate to like meats and stuff like you, you, you shouldn't eat, um, meats that still have blood in it and stuff like that. I guess that could be another way that you could describe it. I know that that's a big heated debate throughout a lot of, uh, religious studies too. I don't really understand it, but it's not really my place right now to figure it out. This, the last of that sentence is though, you shall not interpret omens or tell fortunes. When God tells you not to do something and you don't do it, you are breaking a commandment of God. We all do that. That's why people say, oh, well, how can we hold the Ten Commandments? We always break them, you know, 
don't say the Lord's name in vain, right? We always say, oh, my G-O-D. There we go. We just say it, right? We're breaking God's commandments. So we're going to hell. Well, obviously, we always will break God's commandments. And we do deserve hell. Whether you're a good person, whether you're a bad person, whether you're Hitler, whether you're, I mean, it doesn't matter. Unless your name is, is Jesus, right? Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, you're going to hell. It doesn't matter. But that's what God did when he, or not God did, that's what Jesus did on the cross is he saved us from that punishment. He took the punishment. He took the punishment of hell, right? He took our punishment. He lived a perfect life. He didn't deserve to get crucified, but he took that punishment, right? It was the most selfless act in the entire history of any universe, any, any civilization in the universe, right? You shall not interpret omens. Again, self-explanatory. Don't interpret omens. Good, bad, doesn't matter. Or tell fortunes. That's the last part. Tell fortunes. Those of you motherfuckers out there listening to this right now who want to argue with me and say, okay, well, telling fortunes, you, you go to you go to your Panda Express down the street and they give you a fortune cookie, Matt. What about that? You read that. Okay, if I went to Panda Express, which is literally down the street from me, all right, and bought a cuisine meal, and I say, I say, okay, give me a fortune cookie. I crack that sucker open, right? I grab the little paper out and it says, you will bang the hottest broad tonight, all right? Do you really think that I'm going to go out and find the hottest broad and then take her home and just have the night of my life? No, bro. Like, fortune telling has always been a big thing throughout history. I mean, it's it's came since the second generation era of humanity. I mean, it's always been a thing, right? Magicians, necromancers, all of this. Fortune telling has always been something that has plagued humanity. Fortune telling can be um, stuff uh, talking about like, okay, this is your future wife. Your what? Your future wife's name is Megan. Your future husband's name is Tyler. All right, this is going to be your next job, right? Fortune telling. Um, telling fortune. It's self-explanatory, damn it. So yeah, let's move on to the next one, which is actually not in Leviticus. Leviticus is such a great freaking, I, I got to start reading more of that. Um, Deuteronomy. Chapter 4, verse 19. And when you look up to the sky and see the sun, the moon and the stars, all the heaven, heavenly array, do not be enticed. Listen, people who do astro- who, who follow into astrology way too much with your star signs. Listen to what I'm about to say. I'm going to repeat this. And when you look up to the sky and see the sun, the moon, and the stars, all the heavenly array, do not be enticed into bowing down to them and worshiping things the Lord your God has appointed to all the nations under heaven. Okay, let's go through this. And when you look up to the sky and see the sun, the moon, and the stars, all the heavenly array, do not be enticed into bowing down to them and worshiping uh, them. Right? If I took like a modern day girl, boy, whoever, that is super into like, their star signs, right? Oh, I'm a Gemini. Oh, I'm a Capricorn. I, I'm a I'm a Aries. I'm a freaking lesbian. I don't know. I'm I'm a freaking Molnir. I don't care, right? They get so far into this stuff. It actually shocks me when people like get mad at me if I don't tell them my star sign. Cause I'm like, you think that I did? It? You think that I would give two flying rats asses about what my star sign is? You want to know what? You don't want to know what my star sign is? My star sign is the toilet paper in my bathroom. That's what my star sign is. Now stop talking about it. That's what I tell people, right? I don't care what my star sign is, okay? I don't base my entire personality off a freaking star in the sky. Let me tell you something. If I took you to that star that you base your entire personality on, all you're going to see is a giant, just a giant glowing ball that produces nuclear fusion. It's nothing important. You're not going to go up to it and you'd be like, oh, it's so beautiful. It's so stunning. It's, it's, it's telling me what my future is. No, you're just going to look at it and you'll be like, wait, this looks like the sun, but it's bigger. (laughs) 
You know what I mean? So same thing with the moon, right? The moon is just a big giant rock in the, in, in the sky. It's placed around the earth, right? It circles around the earth. You want to know an interesting fact about the moon? This is sidetracking a little bit, but apparently the moon is like drifting away from the earth like two inches like every year. So like in the next million years, it's just going to drift out of orbit. Same thing with Mars's moons. One moon is drifting away from the orbit of Mars. The other one is getting closer and it'll eventually impact Mars. So really interesting stuff. Let's get back into this, okay? So it says, do not be enticed into bowing down to them and worshiping the things your Lord God um, has appointed to all the nations under heaven. Do not be enticed into bowing down to them. I got to be honest with you. When I was given, uh, when I was given, give it, let me slow down. When I was giving in to looking at astrology stuff, right? Signs, star signs, all this crap, right? Tarot card readings. I gotta be honest with you. I was enticed a little bit. I was like, wait, this stuff like, look, it's not horseshit. It's not fake. It's not like, um, people are just making stuff up. This stuff like really does kind of like tell the truth in a way. And it does tell people their futures. It does tell people certain stuff. It's witchcraft in a way. No, witchcraft is where you put bones and all this shit. It's like, no, look, witchcraft goes, it's a spectrum. It's like autism. It's a spectrum. Okay. Look at this, right? Do not be enticed into bowing down to them and worshiping things the Lord your God has appointed to all the nations under heaven. Don't be enticed to worshiping the sun. Don't be enticed to worshiping the moon. And especially, especially, listen to me, Miss Veronica, who does tarot card readings. Don't be enticed to worshiping stars, right? You want to look at the night sky and you can admire the beautiful constellations. You can admire the beautiful stars above. Half of them are probably planets like Jupiter, Venus, uh, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, etc. Right? Don't be enticed into worshiping them. Imagine being such a low life that you have to resort to your entire personality being, you know, a star in the sky at night. Seriously, it's sad, right? Um. The next part on my notes I have is the Bible states that stars along with the sun and moon were created to give light to the earth. God is the one who gives Christians advice. When people do tarot card readings, right, it originally is to tell people their future. It's to tell people, like, give them advice on their life. Okay, this is your tarot card reading for the month of March. This is your tarot card reading for the month of May. This is your predictions for the month of December, right? That It basically tells you, literally, tells you what is going to be happening in this month it's like a prediction it's not direct but it is a prediction right this is what's going to be going on right let's say that i went to go get a tarot card reading from my ex sarah okay and she said to me okay for this month of uh january february march okay so next month is march okay next next month um here's your tarot card reading for march okay you're gonna um, you're going to get a new job and you're going to find a lot of more possibility, uh, not a uh, possibility. You're going to find a lot more, um, you know, opportunities to explore and everything. And then I go through March, right. And turns out she's right. I ended up getting a lot of opportunities. I ended up getting two new outlets for my books to be sold. I ended up getting a job application somewhere else too, that I could work at. And I got all this stuff going on, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And what she said to me came true. You can't tell me that's a form of witchcraft in a way, Right. God gives Christians advice. When you put, okay, so this is the main corollary with with religion, right? And when I say religion, I'm not talking about like 
putting religion over relationship. I'm talking about putting relationship over religion, okay? When you put God first, everything else falls into place. When you put tarot card readings in front of God, you rely on tarot card readings to tell you your future rather than praying to God and asking for him to reveal your future to you. You are inadvertently, no argument, putting sorcery, putting tarot readings, putting all this crap above God, right? There shall be no idols before God, right? I want you to picture during the during the tribulation, the seven-year tribulation of revelations, right? Which is a horrible time period the earth will go through. It will, um, and it's going to be coming quick. I mean, what what are your tarot cards going to be reading when you're when you're sitting in a bunker, right? 70 feet underground, and bombs are going off above you. You're like, okay, this month you're going to be exploring opportunities. You're going to be figuring out, um, you're going to be getting a new job. You're going to be finding your soulmate while you're 70 feet underground while a war is raging above you. So while the adults were fighting wars in Ukraine and Russia, there's high schoolers here getting pissed off about pronouns, right? So while we're sitting here getting pissed off about pronouns, yelling at each other for, um, astrology signs people are going across seas and giving up their lives to fight in wars that's how sad our generation is by the way while people are pissed off about what they what gender they want to be called we're we're avoiding the big issues the real issues we shouldn't be pissed off about our tarot readings or about our sit our futures and stuff we should be helping each other we shouldn't be tearing each other down saying i can't cooperate with you because you're a gemini shut the fuck up brother anyways let's go back on to this okay next uh next up the thing goes uh tarot readings if done sincerely, are dabbling in the occult and giving into the sin of superstition. Whether priest or not, the church condemns the damn practice. Let me repeat this, okay? Tarot readings are, if done sincerely, dabbling in the occult. But Matthew, I do it because I'm spiritual. Do you read your Bible? Yes. Do you pray to God before you do a tarot card reading? Well, no, because I just want to do that. Then you're not doing it right. You're practicing in the occult. Whether you notice it or not, whether you agree with it or not, motherfucker, I'm here to tell you right now, you're you're dabbling in the occult. You're dabbling into a part of Satanism. You're dabbling into a pagan, right? Paganism, all of this stuff. I said this last episode. I'll say it this episode. Take a $1 bill out of your freaking wallet right now. Right now. Go get your wallet and take a $1 bill out your wallet, okay? I want you to look at that $1 bill, okay? Do you see the pyramid on the dollar bill, right? You see the pyramid. Look at the top of that pyramid. There's the all-seeing eye, the pagan, Luciferian, satanic, all-seeing eye, Satan is literally in your wallet and you didn't realize it until I just pointed it out. Satan is literally in our own currency, okay? He's the God of this world, whether whether you agree with it or not. Now, obviously, God has control over him and God has control over this world, but he is the God of this world. He does run the currency system. Our currency system is fucked up. Poverty exists, you know? So, again, tarot readings, if done sincerely, are dabbling into the occult and giving into the sin of stu- uh, oh, I almost just pronounced that wrong. Superstition. Okay, look it up and do your own research for that if you disagree with me, right? I'm not here to prove you wrong. I'm here to prove you right. Or, uh, oh my gosh, I got that mixed wrong. I'm not here to prove you right. I'm here to prove you wrong. Sorry. Okay, whether you are a priest or not, the church condemns the practice. If the Bible condemns it, the Bible condemns it. There is no arguing. You want to know the last person who took God to court and tried to win against God? Job. Look what happened to him. God shut him up more than a Friday night, all right? Job tried 
debating with God in the Bible. He said, oh, I'm a, I, I don't deserve these things. You know, why has God forsaken me? He's treated me like crap. Like, you know, I don't deserve these things, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously he was going through a hard time. He like God literally let Satan go, go hell loose on, on Job. And he tried taking God to court. He tried taking God to court and God straight up told him, he spoke to him through a thunderstorm. He literally said to Job, where were you when I was laying the foundations of the planet? Where were you when I was dividing the sea and the land? Where were you when I was creating the stars? Where were you when I did all of this stuff? See, you can't take God to court. If you try to take God to court, you might as well just put, your, put a noose around your neck and drop the chair. You're stupid. Don't do that, right? Don't take God to court. You think that you can bend the rule of God, right? You think you can bend the word of God, the rule of God. You think you can bend his words and, and get away with it. No, 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 no. You're not going to get away with it an inch, right? When you try to sit here and say, oh, but astrology is, it, the Bible backs it up. Where in the Bible does it back up where it says, go to tarot card readings and get your future told to you, right? When it says, pray to God for wisdom and he will absolutely 100% give it to you, right? Where in the Bible does it say tarot card readings are okay? Where in the Bible does it say that witchcraft is okay? Where in the Bible does it say that uh, astrology signs to predict your future is okay? Anything that dabs in the occult, anything that has anything to do with uh, Luciferian practices, whether it be tarot readings, medium specialists, I don't give a rat's ass what it is. You don't involve in it. And I got to be honest with you, I'm about to call some people out right now. If you consider yourself Christian, if you consider yourself a man, woman of God, right? And you are sitting here doing this whole tarot card reading bullshit. I'm here to tell you something right now. You're living a lukewarm life. I'm not here to tell you you're going to hell. That's not my judgment, okay? And I'm not here to condemn you. I'm just sitting here telling you, you're kind of going down the wrong path when it comes. You're living a double life, right? Um, it's like Spider-Man. He's Peter Parker, but at the same time, he's trying to stay anonymous as Spider-Man. You can't be living that double life because there's always consequences that come along the way. God specifically said, you shall not worship any idols before me, right? This is the problem with worshiping Buddha statues, you know? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you, if you, if you worship Buddha, right? If, you, if you're a part of Buddhism, I'm, I am so sorry to call this out right now. He could send me straight to Sheol. I don't give a rat's ass, okay? I worship Jesus. I worship the only true living son of God. I don't worship some big, big belly Buddha, right? Okay? I worship God because I could hear God. I worship God because I love God. I worship God because he tells me my future when he says the time is right. I don't need, okay, let me explain it like this, right? Let's delve a little bit with like Satanism, okay? So Satan's little like monarch logo type of bullshit that he pulls off is thou own will, thou own will be done, right? Thy own will be done. That's what he explains. Instead of God's will be done, he says, you know, your own will be done, right? Be your own God. That's literally what it is. And he's got these two stupid hands, or he puts the two stupid fingers left like he's trying to finger himself, okay? I'm sorry if anybody's new here and you have to hear my graphic explanations. This is just how we do it here, okay? But he says, thou own will be done. It's, it's stupid. It really is, right? The Bible teaches, give up your will to God and he will make all your paths straight. Submit to God in all your ways, just like a wife submits to her husband, Right? Jesus Christ is the husband to the church. We make up the bride of Christ, okay? We submit to Christ just like a wife wife, sorry, a wife submits to her husband, right? We submit all of our paths to God 
and he makes our path straight, you know? This is the problem with tarot readings. This is the problem with astrology. When you put your entire submission into these things, you're submitting to astrology. You're submitting to cards, right? Materialistic things, right? God even said, do not focus and, and treasure up the things of the earth, but treasure the things that are above. Treasures in heaven, right? Save up for the treasures in heaven. Because let me tell you something. When you die, right, it's not going to matter how much money's in your bank account. Uh, it, you know, it's not going to matter um, how much clothes you bought. It doesn't matter, right? When you die, it matters where you're at in your relationship with Christ. Oh, but I don't, I don't, I don't believe in God. Okay, I'm not here to tell you you're going to hell, man, because we all deserve to go to hell, including my, especially including myself, right? Because I've, I've sinned so much, okay? Um, I'm not trying to tell you that you're going to hell, but it really will depend on your relationship with Christ, Okay. Um, and people treat like like believing in God is a bad thing. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to set myself to live like such a boring lifestyle. It's like it's not boring. You're living a happy lifestyle. You're getting to be happy. God separates you from all this nasty shit like tarot card readings, where you're submitting to materialistic things. You're putting materialistic things above God. You're submitting to to cards. You're submitting to somebody telling you your future. You're submitting to somebody else. And this is the problem too. I'm about I'm about to go off on some people here. I'm, I'm going to target guys specifically. I don't want to hear this misogynistic bullshit. I am going to target guys and I'm going to target myself a little bit too. Okay. This is another thing with modern day Gen Z bullshit, right? Gentlemen, listen to this podcast. Gentlemen, stop worshiping your wives. Stop worshiping your girlfriends. I get it. You want to say, I kiss the ground that she walks on. I worship her because she's a queen. I love that. I get that. I love that you think that your wife is a queen because she probably is, right? But when you put your wife so far ahead of you to where she doesn't submit to you and you submit to her, you are direct. Sorry, I'm speaking like crazy, but you are directly misinterpreting what God has commanded. A wife shall submit to her husband and there's nothing else to it. You want to take God's words out of context. Take it up with God. Don't take it up with me. Okay. You want to take his words out of context then you're going to feel the wrath in Revelations. You want to take God's words out of context, you're going to feel the punishment in hell. It doesn't matter what you think, okay? It matters how you perceive the word of God. Anybody who has ears may listen. Anybody who has eyes may see. But if you choose to reject the truth, or if you choose to misconstrue it, right? If you choose to uh, take his truth and turn it into your own bullshit little fucking narrative, dude, I'm telling you something right now, there's hell to pay, Right? It's the same thing, right? Stop worshiping your wives. Stop worshiping your girlfriends. I understand. She's the most beautiful, 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 gorgeous girl in the world in your opinion. She really is. God couldn't have given you a better girl, right? Because he gave you the most beautiful girl. I understand that. And that's beautiful. And you get to marry her. You get to have kids with her. You get to grow old and die with her and live in heaven for eternity with her because you both have an outstanding relationship with Christ. I love that. But when you start to subject your girl into a, a category that is higher than God, you are inadvertently and literally putting her above God. You are idolizing your own wife and you don't even realize it. Gentlemen, stop idolizing your wives. Stop it. Knock it off. Because when you do idolize your wives, guess what you're doing? You're putting God below your wife, okay? Instead of it being, okay, God first, then my wife, you're saying, okay, my wife first, and I'll take it up with God after that. No, no, knock that off. Cut the shit. Knock it off, right? It's the same thing with this astrology stuff. 
when you have to rely on cards, when you have to rely on star signs to tell you how to work your relationships with your men, or with your men, with your husbands and with your wives, with your kids, with your jobs, with your daily, day-to-day freaking lives, you are, whether you like it or not, submitting to astrology. You're submitting to witchcraft, sorcery, magicians. You're submitting to all this shit, right? So here's how to get out of it, okay? When you finally realize that you have been idolizing tarot readings, tarot card readings, when you have been idolizing all of this stuff above God, above the Bible, right? When you put that stuff first, the first thing you need to do is pray. The first thing you need to do is pray to God and ask him to get you out of it, all right? Pray to God and say, God, I'm sorry. Like literally confess it. Just say, I confess, Lord, that I... I have been putting these things, these materialistic idolization values above you, and I'm sorry. I did mean it. Don't say I didn't mean it. No, you did mean it. I did mean it at the time, whether I recognized it or not. I'm sorry. Please make my path straight. And then after that, make an active and conscious effort to just not go back to that stuff. Oh, but without my tarot cards, I'm useless. I can't can't prepare for the future. You want to prepare through... Oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to say this. You want to prepare for the future? Read your fucking Bible. Read Revelations. The amount of times I've had to talk to people about like the rapture. Let me just, I'm going to scream this. I am going to scream this. The amount of times I've talked to so-called Christians and asked them, what's your opinion about the rapture? People say to me, the hell is that? And it makes me want to rip my hair out. Do you not read your Bible? Do you not read Revelations, right? You start off in Genesis. Okay, I get that. That was years ago, thousands of years ago, okay? I understand that, right? Early Homo sapiens. But you need to start reading Revelations, the stuff that's coming up, the rapture, the marriage supper of the the Lamb, right? The judgment seat of Christ, the great white throne judgment, judgment day, right? And last but not least, literally, the great tribulation, the seven-year tribulation, the seal judgments, the trumpet judgments, the bull slash vile judgments, the second coming of Jesus frickin' Christ. People don't look into this stuff. And this is the problem with astrology that mixes up with like Mormonism. They don't teach this stuff because they consider it too controversial. Mormonism, you won't teach about freaking the rapture because you say it's too controversial. But you'll sit here and say that Mormons should not drink coffee because it's worshiping caffeine. Excuse my language, but get the fuck out of here. That is so stupid, right? I'm not trying to dog on people who, who, are, who are Mormons and read the Book of Mormon. Don't get me wrong. I grew up in an LDS household, right? I was extremely LDS, having it forced down my throat, okay? I understand that whole narrative. I understand all this stuff. But when you start putting, when you start putting crap above God, that's when there's a problem, right? When you start going to tarot card readings. Okay, here's my monthly tarot card reading. I got to go and pay 60 bucks to get my future read to me. Do you, do you realize what, how stupid what you just said sounds? I'm talking to myself too. Like, Matt, do you realize just how retarded that sounds? Excuse my language. I didn't mean to say retarded. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. D- do you know how stupid that sounds? I feel really bad because I know there's people who are listening right now that don't like that word. I apologize. Um, but do you realize – I feel really bad. Do you realize how stupid that sounds? I got to go pay 60 fucking dollars to get my future read to me. 
Now, a lot of people are going to be listening to this right now that are pissed the hell off at me. They're like, well, Matt, people make a living off of this stuff. They literally make a living off this stuff. Again, I said it at the start of this podcast. If you make a living off of telling people their futures, if you make a living off of telling people who their freaking soulmate's going to be, if you do that stuff, look, you do you, sister. Go you. Like, I give a rat's ass, all right? I don't care if you're going to the strip club and dancing your ass off, kind of literally, to make a buck, right? Whatever you do for a living is not me to sit here and criticize and judge you, right? I'm just going to criticize and judge the materialistic values that go against God. If anything and everything is against God, it's not of God, okay? Same thing with Satan and same thing with Satanism, right? This is the problem with Satanists. And I know that there's going to be some Satanists that are probably going to be listening to this right now. And they're going to be like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast a spill on you. Go the fuck ahead. All right. I don't give a rat's ass. All right. Here's the problem with Satanists and stuff that ties into astrology and all. Let your own will be done. That's what Satan teaches. He says, be your own God. Well, let me tell you something. Who's going to save you? Seriously, answer this. Answer this. Who's going to save you on judgment day? When God, when you are standing before the judgment seat of God, right? I almost just said the judgment seat of Christ, the great white throne judgment, right? Where God judges sinners, okay? The people who do not believe in God. When I say sinners, I mean like unbelievers, right? What are you going to say when he's pointing out your sins? Oh, I didn't know. I, I, I didn't know that I, w- that I was falling down this bad path. And then he says, well, you did. I mean, look, people told you. They said you shouldn't, you know... Um, you shouldn't divulge in debauchery. You shouldn't get mad drunk every night, right? You should go out with your friends at parties and just get just get hammered every night, you know, and get, and and all this stuff. You shouldn't participate in. Uh, I can't even just get into the amount of things. You just shouldn't do this stuff. But people will say, "Oh well, I thought I thought that Satan said to me that uh, I need to be my own god." Okay, at the end of the day, there's one scripture in the Bible. That proves everything the devil says wrong in a single sentence. Jesus Christ said it himself. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. And there's another saying in there too. Broad and wide is the road to destruction, right? But short and narrow is the path to salvation, okay? Make every effort to get through the gate, the narrow gate. You know what that gate is? Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No amount of good works, no amount of you telling people their futures with these tarot card readings, no amount of whatever is going to get you into heaven besides the relationship that you have with Jesus, okay? If somebody reads you a tarot card reading and says, hey, good news, and you're going to love this, you're going to heaven, and then come judgment day, you find out well, I'm not going to heaven. And the whole reason why is because I didn't have a deep connection with Jesus Christ. The only times when I ever prayed to him was when, oh, I, my girlfriend was pregnant and I didn't want to be a father yet. So I prayed for God to somehow make that baby die, you know, or whatever the hell. Okay. You only prayed to God when you needed something. You never prayed to him because you loved him genuinely, right? How is your tarot card readings going to save you? Okay. Let me read Leviticus Uh, chapter 20, verse 27, it reads, a man or a woman who is a medium or necromancer shall surely be put to death. All right. Surely be put to death. If you are a medium and you want to practice talking to the fucking dead, excuse my language, but if you want to talk to the dead, right, you'll join them. You want to talk to the dead, you'll join them. Okay. 
You want to be a necromancer, you want to be involved with fucking dead corpses and stuff, you sick, rotten fuck, you will be joining them too, all right? Anybody who tampers with or goes down the wrath of trying to figure out the dead or trying to join the dead but stay alive in the same path, you're living this half-life between death and reality, you're going to join them either way, okay? Death is a, death is is not an eternal favor, all right? There's no death in eternity. There's no ending in eternity, you know? It's the same corollary with people that, that say, okay, but if God is eternal, then who created God? If God created everything, then who created God? Well, God's outside of time, space, and matter. He doesn't get affected by the stuff we do, all right? He could walk into a black hole and come out the other side unscathed. It doesn't matter. He's not affected by time, space, or matter. His ways are infinitely above ours. We can't understand it even if we put all of our, you know, if we worked 100% of our brains, we still wouldn't understand it, okay? It doesn't matter, Right? Same thing with this medium stuff. We shouldn't try to figure out shit that the Bible doesn't tell uh, the Bible doesn't tell us to work out, right? No, I, I can make the same argument for like aliens, right? Um, there's there's no topics in the Bible that say uh, aliens and other planets. I know in the Pearl of Great Price it talks about other planets. Like God straight up said uh, to I can't remember, and I'm I'm going nuts about this. It, I, I swear to God, it drives me nuts. I can't remember the guy's name. I think it's like Nephi or something. But God took this man in a vision in the in, in the Book of Mormon, I believe, or the Pearl of Great Price. And God took this man in a vision and he said, Behold, I have created worlds without end, right? Worlds without number for mine own purpose and mine own purpose only, right? I've created them through the power of the Holy, uh, you know, uh, power of the sun, right? He talks about creating other planets, Right? But nowhere in the Bible does it talk about freaking uh, talk about um, aliens and stuff, right? But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't divulge into it. It's good for us to look up at the night sky and say, I wonder if there's aliens out there. We live in a monstrously huge universe, and that's probably because God wanted to demonstrate how powerful, how just infinitely powerful his creation can get, right? Infinitely. An infinite universe, right? And he resides outside of an infinite universe. That just shocks, it just breaks your mind in half, you know? Same thing with all of this astrology stuff. We try to figure out our futures. We try to predict our futures. We try to figure it out on our own. Our works cannot get us into heaven. Our works cannot save us from our sins. Our works cannot get us into heaven. I am about to, I am about to tell somebody, I don't know who's listening to this right now, but I'm about to tell somebody Something that's going to change their entire life, all right? The scariest quote in the Bible is when God is talking to Christians, okay? It's on Judgment Day. And he says, depart from me, I never knew you, ye of lawlessness or ye of iniquity. It's one of the two. I think it's like two different translations. Ye of lawlessness. He's talking to Christians too, right? There are going to be so many pastors, so many priests, so many missionaries, so many Christians, so many humans saying to God, but God, I cast out demons in your name, but God, I served and and spread the gospel in your name, but God, I did all these miraculous works in your name. Shouldn't that get me to heaven? No, it shouldn't. And it won't, right? Because I'll tell you again, God said it. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes through the fa- to the Father except through me. Jesus said that, right? Your tarot card readings, all this stuff, it's not going to get you in heaven. Having a relationship with, your, with, with a couple of cards laid out on a deck in front of you is not going to get you into heaven, right? 
you know this te- this card right here tells me that I'm going to heaven. How much I w- I will literally bet you every single paycheck for the rest of my life, literally every single paycheck that that card is not getting you into heaven. And mark my words, I'm going to be filthy fucking rich by the time I pass away. Okay, seriously. People sit here and say, they're like, oh, I'm a good person, right? So therefore, I'm going to heaven. This is the second portion of the podcast I want to talk. Let's stray off of astrology real quick, okay? Mom's Basement podcast, right? Keemstar, Banks. Um, I know that Colossal is crazy. has gone on there a few times. Tommy C. He's, they've had Aiden Ross. They've had all sorts of people on there. Summer Ray, And that's actually what I was about to talk about. There's this one episode of the of the Mom's Basement podcast where Summer Ray, she's that super super gorgeous uh, Instagram model, you know, booty model. Um, she went on there and talked about everything going on in her life, and she's a religious girl, right? She believes in God, she loves Jesus, etc. And she's very open about it, which is amazing. And I love that. I love that influencers uh, like her that do explain their their religious beliefs do not shy away from it, no matter how bad the criticism gets. I absolutely love that. Banks and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to call Banks out, but I feel like he talks about himself too much sometimes, and it, and it gets boring. But there's this one thing that really made me fear for him because he said um, something along the lines of, "I don't know, man. I'm a good person. I don't think I'm going to hell. I don't think I'm going to hell. I, you know, I'm a good person. I do good things." And then Summer like diverts it, saying like, "Yeah, you're good. You're good. Well, no, you're not good. <laughs> you're a good person." You think that you donating a million dollars to charity, you think that you giving a homeless man a good meal, you think that you doing 100,000 good works in your lifetime is going to get you into heaven. Let me tell you something. If you did 2 billion good works in your life, that's not even going to come close to getting you into heaven. All right? It's the same corollary as this. No amount of works is going to get you into heaven just like this. After trillions and trillions and trillions of years of burning in hell, you are not going to get one inch to to escaping hell since the day you went in there, right? The same thing with works. You're no amount no amount of good works is going to get you into heaven. You can't buy your way into heaven. The only way you get into heaven is by accepting the gift of eternal life and accepting Jesus Christ as your savior. And I know this sounds cliche to unbelievers, but it's the best news you're ever going to hear. It's good news. It's the gospel, right? Let me explain my salvation, right? My salvation is in God. My salvation is in Jesus Christ. My salvation was bought by blood. Jesus was slain on the cross. He was crucified on the cross, right? But he died for me. He died for my sins. No amount of good works that I do is going to get me into heaven, right? He died for my sins because he was killed on the cross. He took a punishment that he didn't deserve, but that I deserved. He lived a perfect, righteous, perfect, 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 sinless life. And he got killed for something that, he didn't even do, right? He got killed for humanity's sins, okay? He, my, my salvation is bought by blood, okay? It is bought through Jesus. Jesus bought my salvation by giving up his life. That's why, that's why the Bible says, because God sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. In fact, one of my favorite Bible quotes is Romans 10, 13, where it says, for all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, right? If you say, Lord, will you please save me? And then you go read your Bible and find out he died for your sins and he died for you and he paid the price, right? On judgment day, 
you don't have to sit here and say, oh, well, this is all the things that I did that deserves me in heaven. No, Jesus will be your representative. This is the coolest thing. I want to end off this podcast by saying this, okay? All right. Forget the astrology shit. I just want to get your opinions after the episode. But isn't this the most amazing thing ever that Jesus Christ is not only going to be the judge, the person who's going to judge you on judgment day, but he's your freaking defense attorney. Can you imagine if the judge was also your attorney? Like, like you, you go to jail for, sti- for, for freaking stealing a Snickers bar, right? And then you, or no, you don't go to jail. You go to court, right? And you're, you're facing like two days of jail time, you know? You know what? Forget this. Let's make it rough. You stole a flipping car and crashed it and killed somebody. Okay? You do deserve the punishment. Let's be real. You did kill somebody. But you go to court and the judge is not only, you know, your judge. He's the judge. He's a just judge. He has to do his his thing. But he is your defense attorney. He's backing you up. He's in your favor, right? But at the same time, also, he's your representative, right? That's Jesus. No matter how many sins you freaking commit, it doesn't matter. The fact is, is that he paid for those sins. He died on the cross for those sins. Now, I'm not saying after you, you know, after you accept eternal life, just go about and start sinning some more. No, don't do that, right? When you accept God as your Lord and when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, right, you get a renewed heart. You get a change of mind. That's why it's called born again, right? Your flesh has died and your spirit has been born. You are a born again Christian. You are a born again man of God or a woman of God, right? So you have a spirit of God. You have the achievements of God. Jesus Christ is literally your representative on judgment day and he's also your judge, right? That is why I look forward to judgment day so much. People sit here and say, oh, I'm scared for judgment day. I'm worried that I'm, that I'm just going to go to hell. I sit here and say, dude, I am so excited for judgment day. The reason why I'm so excited for judgment day is because I know that Jesus Christ is going to represent me. And at the end of the day, I'm not trying to sit here and be cocky and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to heaven. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, screw all you haters going to hell. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. I deserve hell. And let me humble myself real quick by saying not only do I deserve hell, I've always deserved hell. Always. There's not a day in my life where I haven't deserved hell. But at the end of the day, Jesus did die for my sins. And I don't need to sit here and read a tarot card reading to tell me that. All I need to do is open my Bible and read the literal, literal, literal word of God to tell me that he did that. He died for my sins and lived a perfect life for me, right? And there we go. He died on the cross and he took my sins. He took the punishment of the world and anybody can believe it. This is the problem that people have. They stumble over the gospel because of how simple it is. They say, it's so simple to get saved from a horrific punishment that they just don't believe it. They're like, it should be more complicated than this. And this is the problem that I have, which is the monstrous problem I have with people who preach a works-based salvation. Works-based salvation is when people say, I'm calling you assholes out on TikTok who preach this. Fuck you guys. Excuse my language. But people will say, okay, you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you also got to do a bunch of works to you know, conceal your salvation. Jesus said on the cross when he died, he said, it is finished. He didn't say it is finished, but you also need to go out and do a couple of works. No, he didn't say that. He said, it is finished, period. It is finished, right? It is is finished. That's what he said. He didn't say it is finished, but you also need to go out and do this, that, and the other thing. No, 
you know, you just repent for your sins. All right? It's just a natural thing that comes on in the spiritual journey that you have. And if you don't repent, well, you're not really born again. You haven't really accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because when you do and you know you're born again, you want to repent. You want to turn away from your sins. You want to get away from that. And I know there's going to be times in your life where you're going to be like, well, what if I don't? What if I like smoking weed? What if I like going and having sex with you know multiple girls? Then pray for conviction. Pray that Jesus sends the Holy Spirit to convict you of your sins. Pray that God sends you conviction through the Holy Spirit so that you can turn away from your sins, right? If the devil is on your side, you're not going to feel you know, convicted, right? But if he's not on your side, you will feel convicted. And it's going to feel good when you finally realize that you have been committing a sin this entire time and you need to get away from it, right? Look at it as a good thing. Let's conclude this episode real quick by just saying, if you do follow in astrology and you do do this stuff, I want you to really read your Bible and start putting God first, okay? Don't submit to tarot card readings. Don't submit to crystals and astrology signs and stuff. Don't participate in witchcraft. Don't participate in sorcery, okay? Mediumology, don't do that stuff. You want to do that stuff, man, you better have a dang good excuse on Judgment Day, okay? Listen to what I just said, all right? If you want to do that stuff, you better have a good fucking excuse on Judgment Day. And that's that, okay? Oh, but Matthew, I do it because it's, it's, it's how I live my life then you're not living your life for God. If you're not living your life for God, then you're not going to heaven, and that's just that. If you want to live your life for God, make the effort, okay? For all fall short of the glory of God, but God does not want anybody to go to hell. That's what, that's probably why the rapture's taken so freaking long, right? While everybody was sitting here saying, oh, the rapture's going to happen in 20, 2020, you know, and now it's 2022. It's probably because God wants to wait for a certain amount of more people to get saved. He doesn't want anybody to go to hell. Literally anybody, not a single person. I guarantee you, he probably didn't even want Hitler to go to hell. But sure enough, look what happened, right? So it's not too late, but time is running out. Whether you know it or not, it is running out. Time is running out. So I'm here to convict you and say, Cut the shit with this whole tarot card reading stuff. Stop basing your entire religion, your entire personality, your literal entire life on some pathetic nuclear fusion star in the sky, right? Millions of light years away that eventually is going to burn out into a black hole or it's going to go supernova. Stop basing your entire personalities on it. What if I don't want to? Take it up with God. You want forgiveness? Go to church. Not from my podcast, okay? Anyways. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Lonesome Podcast. If you would like to submit your feedback, go ahead and get in contact with me on any of my social medias. Um, my oh, oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta read this out. I think, ah uh, shoot, I can't remember what my my new Snapchat is. Um, I had a, I, I made a new Snapchat. My uh, new Snapchat, I think it's like Lones, Lonesome Matt One. So my new Snapchat's like Lonesome Matt one and my Instagram is obviously Matthew Palmer with two T's and two R's. If you want to get in contact with me, uh, go find me there and uh, submit your feedback. And if you want to debate me, you can, you are more than welcome to. I am more than happy to hear you out, not argue and, and call you a piece of shit. I'm more than happy to conversation with you and have a, ven- a very genuine and beautiful conversation or debate and just hear you out and what your opinions are. Go ahead. 
Um, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Lonesome Podcast. If you would like to listen to any past episodes, I highly advise you go listen to Friends with Benefits and Gen Z Flirting. That episode is brilliant. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening to another episode. The next episode will be the season finale of season two, and we will be starting on season three, episode one, pretty quick. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you have a splendid day. Please stop doing witchcraft, and if you are a Satanist, please go fuck yourself. I'm just kidding. I, I love it. I, I got to show love to you despite you worshiping the devil. But uh, yeah, remember, God is good, and he's always there for you. Time is running out, but there's still time. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Lonesome Podcast for the seventh time I've said that. And I will see you on the next episode. Goodbye. Damn, I'm really craving a Big Mac now.